grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. O Lord God, tireless guardian of your people, you are always ready to hear our cries. Teach us to, re to rely day and night on your care. Inspire us to seek your enduring justice for all this suffering world. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. A reading from Jeremiah. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will sow the house of Israel and the house of Judah with the seeds of humans and the seed of animals. And just as I have watched over them to pluck up and break down, to overthrow, destroy, and bring evil, so I will watch over them to build and to plant, says the Lord. In those days they shall no longer say, the parents have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge, but all shall die for their own sins. The teeth of everyone who eats sour grapes shall be set on edge. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant that I made with their ancestors, when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, a covenant that they broke, though I was married to them, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No longer shall they teach one another, or say to, one, to each other, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me. For the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord. For I will forgive them their iniquity and remember their sin no more. Word of God, word of life.
A reading from 2 Timothy. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have known the sacred writings that are able to instruct you for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, so that everyone who belongs to God may be proficient, equipped for every good work. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and in view of Christ's appearing and his dominion, I solemnly urge you, proclaim the message, be persistent, whether the time is favorable or unfavorable. Convince, rebuke, and encourage with the utmost patience in teaching. For the time is coming when people will not put up with sound doctrine, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own desires and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander away to myths. As for you, always be sober, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, carry out your ministry fully. Word of God, word of life. Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus told them a parable about their need to pray always and to not lose heart. He said, in a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor had respect for people. In that city there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, Grant me justice against my opponent. For a while he refused, but later he said to himself, Though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, yet because this widow keeps 
bothering me, I will grant her justice so that she may not wear me out by continually coming. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God grant justice to God's chosen ones who cry out day and night? Will God delay long in helping them? I tell you, God will quickly grant justice to them. And yet when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The Gospel of the Lord. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen. Recall a time when you were worn out and weary. Think a moment. Maybe you feel worn out today. Maybe you feel overwhelmed with your busy life. Maybe the news or thinking about the future leaves you distressed, despondent. Corruption, partisanship, climate change. It's like there's a pall hanging over us. Now, when I'm worn out or have too many mental or emotional files open, as I like to say, I feel like retreating, closing down, protecting myself. So I, admi I admire the widow in today's gospel. She is worn out and worn down, yet she doesn't back off. She tirelessly wears down the unjust judge, pleading her case, defending her cause, seeking justice. Jesus tells this parable of the widow to encourage us to pray always. To live prayerfully might be a good way to put it. And to not lose heart. To not give up. To keep on keeping on. To get up again in the morning. To put one foot in front of the other. Even when everything seems overwhelming even when it is hard to trust, not only in God, but the goodness of life itself. I imagine this persistent widow looking a little bit like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who <laughs> keeps persisting way past the age most people keep on working or making a difference in the world. Or maybe Mother Teresa, who diligently served the poorest of the poor in Calcutta. From a biblical perspective, widows were a protected class of people in ancient Israel. God and the prophets are always holding up widows 
orphans and aliens, holding these three types of people up in high regard. When it comes to justice, they are the ones to defend against exploitation. So the word widow in Hebrew means silent one, unable to speak. No surprise, in ancient times, men did the speaking. Yet this feisty widow finds her voice, and in finding her voice, finds her heart, finds her need, and finds the providential care of God. In fact, the unjust judge says that because the relentless widow keeps bothering him, pestering him, he'll give in and grant her justice so that she does not completely wear him out. Now, when the unjust judge complains that the woman is bothering him, the Greek literally means to give someone a black eye. She's trying to damage his reputation. In the movie Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Mildred Hayes is angry about the lack of an arrest after her daughter was raped and murdered. She is relentless and rents three billboards to call out the local sheriff for not doing enough. Now, if you've seen this movie, you know that the characters are complex. They're not easily characterized as good or bad. Instead, like life, there are not neat, easy solutions. Yet what we remember, what stands out, is this mother's persistence, her cry for justice. Think of our heart as our spiritual center. When we are worn out and when we lose heart, we lose perspective, we lose a sense of gratitude, we lose the capacity to trust. The prophet Jeremiah talks about God renewing past covenants in a new way. The divine covenant will now be written on our heart. It will become a part of us. It will permeate our very being. Without this spiritual center, it will be hard to heed the advice we heard in 1 Timothy to proclaim the message, to persist whether the time is favorable or unfavorable, to be suffering, excuse me, to endure suffering, to be sober, and to carry out our ministry fully. Now let's be honest, sometimes we need help just with coping getting through another day. Like many of you, I remember times that I have been so worn out emotionally that I've lost heart. And to simply say, well, trust God more. Just pray harder. It seems simplistic. Discounts the bitter realities of life. Sometimes we need help. Sometimes we need to meet with a therapist or a spiritual director. 
Sometimes we need medication to help us. And I have turned to all of those at some time in my life. There's no shame in any of that. Recently, I heard a fascinating program about the placebo effect. It was on Krista Tippett's On Being. Eric Vance was interviewed, and he's written a book called Suggestible You, The Curious Science of Your Brain's Ability to Deceive, Transform, and Heal. Now, if you're like me, we think of the placebo effect as if it's negative, because the brain was tricked. Maybe we didn't even need the medication. Vance suggests that the placebo effect, along with the pill, actually unlocks the power of your brain. Faith and belief are part of the equation. So Vance talks about a world-renowned brain, I'm sorry, pain researcher that admits that he can only help about 40% of his patients. <laughs> he tells lapsed Catholics to go back to church. In other words, our brains need to believe that good things are coming, that there is an order to things, that we can be resilient even when worn out and weary. Vance challenges people who think they're too clever for belief to change their reality, that somehow their rationality makes them above such things. We all look for patterns, he adds. We look for things to make sense. And when we find those things, we are susceptible to changes, not only in our body, but in our reality. Now, I'm not so sure what all this implies for our brains, for medication, or meditation for faith, for belief, for trust, for what we're about in church. But I do believe we need to be in dialogue with scientific and medical perspectives. And that leads to what is the game changer in today's parable. The great thing about parables is that there can be new interpretations in new times and in new places. So what if what if God is like the widow? God, the persistent one who is unrelenting, desiring your wholeness, but also the healing and well-being of all our suffering earth and all those whose hearts are breaking. When you are worn out, when it is hard to have hope for the future, when you don't have the energy to stand up for the widows and marginalized ones in our day and time, God never gives up. God keeps on keeping on. God's forgiveness and grace and mercy never run out. This divine persistence changes your heart, softens your heart, opens your heart so that you can get up tomorrow and begin another day. Maybe one way to think of God is the energy of persistent resilience flowing through our bodies, 
flowing to one another, flowing to those in need, flowing to our earth. And maybe that is why we are here today, not by ourselves, but in community, to hear again of the relentless grace of baptism, to mark a water cross on our foreheads, to share the food and drink of this table as we gather around the persistent presence of the crucified and risen one. As we will sing in a moment, this is our confidence indeed. God never fails in time of need.
by the truth of God's gracious love, we pray for the church, the world, and all of God's good creation. Protector of all, you guard your people from evil. Help your church to provide sanctuary for all who are in need. Hear us, O God. Grant us joy in these autumn days, as the daylight shortens and summer's green abundance decays. Scatter the seeds that will bring forth new life in the spring. Hear us, O God. Keeper of all life, you provide justice for the nations. Call upon leaders and judges, lawyers and advocates to proclaim your justice where injustice rules. Hear us, O God. Nurturing healer, you reach out to those who have lost heart. Hear the cries of those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit, especially Rita, Leon, and those we name now either aloud or in our hearts. Hear us, O God. Bless all who participate in the crop walk this weekend. And in our congregation's ministries of outreach, that you would use our hands and feet and voices to embody your justice. Hear us, O God. Holy One, you bless all those who cry out to you. We give thanks for the persistent witness of Blessed Mary, James of Jerusalem, Philip Nikolai, Johann Hermann, Paul Gerhardt, and all your saints. Living in hope, bring us all to the joyful feast that has no end. Hear us, O God. Into your hands we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy. Through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. On this beautiful autumn morning, a very warm welcome to you. If you feel like you have lost heart, or if your heart is filled with joy today, and sometimes that happens in the same day, all of those feelings, you are welcome here, especially if it is your first time, or if you are a guest, or you come every week, if you wonder what you think of church or Lutheranism, or you love it, and you've been a lifelong Lutheran, you are welcome here. Whatever the color of your skin, who you love and marry, how you vote, your documentation status, the ways that we divide one another in our world, here we are united in God's grace and mercy. If you are a guest or newcomer, there are yellow slips in the offering. 
uh, I'm sorry, in the pew rack, and we invite you to place them in the offering. We don't pass the offering here because most people give online, but this will be on the way to communion. And today, a number of our congregation are walking in the cart walk, and today's loose offering will support them. And I know a lot of us don't have a lot of cash with us, but if you have a 20 or more, put that in. <laughs> or go online later to support the crop walk. Ones and fives, too. <laughs> Coffee hour will take place uh, here, actually between the services each Sunday. If you come to the 11 a.m. liturgy, Come early, come between 10 and 11 and have some coffee. And today our book group will host it and they will tell some folks about the book group who would be, if you'd like to learn more. Please turn with me to page 13 for a quick look through so many things going on in this church. Um, but on page 13, I just wanna mention life together. If you need a spiritual reset, maybe you were raised in a very conservative Christian denomination and you've struggled with that or a denomination that didn't have all five senses and smells and processions and would like to learn a little bit more about uh, a, di a different kind of faith, please read the information about that. Then on page 14, one week from today, the shine benefit for our vibrant minist ministries at four o'clock, jazz guitar, barbershop, Broadway, clarinet duo, choir, some of our great musicians right here. And then, in Holy Trinity fashion, hospitality and great appetizers and festive drink upstairs. It would help us, uh, even though I have not bought my ticket yet, it would help us <laughs> with the um, purchasing of food for the reception that you would go online today or do that at the back of the church. And then there's the shine puzzle, which Thank you so much for your generosity. This is the other part of the fundraiser with some very creative women in our congregation who thought of this, and boy, did it take off. People have loved helping to fill out this puzzle. In fact, all the expensive pieces are gone. So down here, there are about 20 pieces that are 20s and 25s, I believe. And hey, buy five. <laughs> Or more. So after church, Kim Vouse will be at the back of the church, and each time one of these puzzles is bought, another piece goes on, and it helps us bring back the window, the stained glass window, who, which is out for repair, and we hope will be back any day. So Melissa will take that to the back of the church. Then on page 18, especially speaking to our many newcomers at Holy Trinity, if you're just church curious, We've started something new, a 20-minute tour in Q&A. Look at that on November 10th. And if you are willing, if you uh, would like to find out more and become a member of our congregation, there's information about uh, a special gathering on November 18th and welcoming new members on November 24th. We will now sing a, a refrain on page six as the gifts are presented. And following that, we'll have a special blessing for the prayer shawls that will be presented now.
let us say a prayer of blessing to those who, to these, over these shawls who will be, which will be given to those who are in need in our congregation and beyond. Creative God, you have knit your people together in love. May your grace be upon these shawls, warming, comforting, enfolding, and embracing. May those who receive these shawls be cradled in hope, kept in joy, graced with peace, and wrapped in love. Amen. God triune, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Over the eons, your merciful might evolves our home, this fragile tree of life. Here, by your wisdom, are both life and death, grows and decays, the nest and the hunt, sunshine and storm. Sustained by these wonders, we creatures of dust join the ancient song. The earth is full of your glory. God triune, you took on flesh in Jesus, our healer. In Christ, you bring life from death. We remember his cross. We laud his resurrection. Broken like bread, he enlivens our bodies. Outpoured like wine, he fills the earth with goodness. 
Receiving this mystery, we mortals sing our song. The earth is full of your glory. the heart of Jesus, so filled with your love for this earth. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood poured out for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Gathered around this table, we, your children, unite in this song. The earth is full of your glory. The earth is full of your glory. O God triune, you create the world. You uphold the living. You embrace the dead. Send forth your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Strengthen us for our journey with this meal, the body and blood of Christ. Give us a future that trusts in you and cares for your earth. Empowered by your promises, we rise from our death to praise you again. The earth is full of your glory. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled.
Let us pray. Holy God, we give you thanks that you are as far away as the distant stars and as close as our breath. You meet us at this table and we discover our hearts burning within us. Go with us as we leave this place so that your light and your life may shine brightly for all to see. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Life is short, and we do not have too much time to gladden the hearts of those who travel the way with us. So be swift to love and make haste to be kind. And the blessing of the triune God, who made us and loves us and goes before us, be upon you and bless those whom you love this day and always. Amen. Go in peace. Let your light shine. Thanks be to God.